Uh, because it's football season, and I thought I'd do a little little bit of football thing. Nothing Broncos-specific, but just kind of general football injuries. Common ones that we see or hear about, and they have some common terms, so just familiarize everybody with them. Uh, I'm going to go head to toe. So first one is stinger. Anybody know what a stinger is? Anybody know what a stinger? Do people get stingers? Anybody, anybody play football? Okay, so uh, a stinger is a stretch of the cervical nerves that uh, can involve the brachial plexus in the arm. Basically, there's a lateral blow to the head, gets stretched to the side, and then there's immediate pain and numbness uh, into the arm, sometimes a burning sensation. The uh, duration of symptoms can be seconds to minutes, sometimes a couple of days. Uh, there is no specific treatment for it. It's a stretch. It's an impact type injury that just recovers after the stretch and contusion recovers. Uh, but the important thing to do is make sure that no player goes back into practice or, or uh, competition with that injury because they don't have any ability to protect themselves, can't lift their arm, can't use it, can't feel things. Uh, I had one. It was, it was probably a day in duration. And most of them recover without any incidents. They're very small uh, percentage that do end up with some significant neurologic damage. So we assess those patients and we treat them like it is a significant nerve injury. Though if someone does recover and is back to normal sensation and motor function, they're clear to play. So moving down, we go to hip pointers. Anybody have a hip pointer? So hip pointer is a term used for contusion of the pelvis, usually the iliac crest. Sometimes there can be stretch injuries there and you can evulse uh, uh, insertions of muscles and pull little pieces of bone, but usually it's a contusion and a blow to the hip. And that's called a hip pointer. Next one is one that was confusing for me because when I heard the term, I didn't know what it referred to, but a sports hernia. Sports hernia, everybody heard that term? So sports hernia is not a true hernia per se. True hernias are... Uh, defects in the abdominal wall or through the inguinal canal or femoral sheath for women sometimes where fat or bowel contents will push through. A sports hernia is a soft tissue injury, ligament, tendon, muscle that is torn or damaged in the groin or pelvis area. So when you hear that, you know, when you like hockey players, when they report hockey injuries, uh, he's got a uh, sore throat when he has a busted knee because they don't have to report accurate injuries. Sports hernia is kind of like that. It's a very vague term. It doesn't really describe exactly what's going on. A lot of times it takes x-rays to identify it and certainly if there's any bony injury, um, has prolonged recovery. Some of them do require some surgery, especially for the tendon injuries into the groin uh, because the abdominal obliques can be involved, the sartorius muscle, which is the muscle that allows you to cross your leg at your knee. Uh, some of the adductors in the inner groin can be torn. And when that happens, sometimes needs surgical repair. Last one is yeah, turf toe. Turf toe gets its name because it's hyperextension of the great toe and put strain at the MTP joint and then tears or sprains the ligaments. Um, it, uh, it, it's a problem because the great toe is so intrinsic to your balance. Uh, for people who have diabetic neuropathies and end up with amputations, you try to preserve the great toe, if at all, because of whatever, whatever neurologic function you have left helps you to maintain balance. When you lose that great toe for anyone, it, it's a real mess. So, Big toes are a problem for turf toe in that uh, they can have prolonged injuries. It can affect the sesamoid bones that are on the plantar surface. Sesamoid bones get their names from sesame seeds. They're that shape. Your biggest sesamoid bone is where? 
your patella. And what they do is they provide mechanical advantage for flexion. So sometimes with the turf toe, it'll actually cause a disruption of those tendons and the sesamoid bones will split. So they can be grade one, two, or three injuries. Grade one is just simple sprain, recovers in time. Two sometimes requires a boot. So professional football players who get turf toe are sometimes laid up for a significant amount of time. And uh, grade three can even require surgical repair. So stingers, hip pointers, sports hernias, turf toe, head to toe, go Broncos.